Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. The puck goes in behind the Toronto net. The Leafs with Tavares will feed it out to Morgan Riley. And that's going to do it. The Toronto Maple Leafs run roughshod over the Washington Capitals tonight at Scotiabank Arena. Final score, 7-3. to three. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals' road trip starts with a thud in Toronto. A John Carlson goal, one of the few bright spots, and Montreal up next tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, April 15th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. The Caps goaltending woes again came to the forefront last night at Scotiabank Arena as the Toronto Maple Leafs clubbed the Caps by a 7-3 final. A four-goal second period by Toronto proved to be the Caps' undoing. Four-game winning streak, five-game road winning streak, both end last night, and then amazingly the Leafs didn't get a single power play goal last night, but they got more than enough offense in a route in the six last night. And no power play goals from the Maple Leafs. And you kept Austin Matthews off the score sheet as far as the goal tally was concerned. And if you're the Capitals, you still managed to give up a touchdown and the extra point in the 7-3 defeat. So a tough loss for the Capitals. Sluggish out of the gate. The real momentum killer, the buzz killer there in the second period after they finally do get on the board and then the two quick goals in succession, giving the Maple Leafs plenty of breathing room, all they would need and spelling the end of the night for Elias Samsonov. But tough for the Capitals. You know, you had built all this good momentum, all this goodwill over the past week plus with that four game winning streak. And John, they had a tough time with an offensively gifted team in Toronto that plays to an extent you could say a lot like the Florida Panthers. The team the Capitals right now would be matched up with if the Stanley Cup playoffs were to start today. If you're going to play a high-flying, high-octane offense like Toronto, like Florida, you got to be able to grind them down, wear them down, slow it down, and the Capitals weren't able to do that last night in Toronto. We'll get to the goaltending in a moment, but it felt like a first-period letdown coming off the big win over the Flyers, the big wins over the weekend, as you mentioned, over Pittsburgh and Boston, and then nine goals against Philadelphia. They got outshot 11-4 to in the first 20 minutes. The Leafs, as you said, quicker to a lot of pucks. Not the start they wanted, and then Peter Laviolette said after the game that He thought that maybe some bad habits might have crept into their game during the win over the Flyers. We've got to get back to playing with some energy and execution and attitude. That's a quote from the coach. So we say that to say, yeah, goaltending we'll get to because there's certainly a lot to discuss there. But this was not just goaltending last night. This was not being ready at the beginning of the game. This was getting outshot. This was getting outskilled. And you end up getting embarrassed in downtown Toronto. Yeah, not only a disappointing start to the game, but just the road trip as the whole here, the longest road trip of the season, the five-game roadie. You want to set the tone appropriately from the get-go and unable to do so. And those adjectives, those descriptors used by Peter Laviolette post-game last night, you know, you talk about wanting, you know, he likes to use the expression as well, more jam in their game. That was missing. There was a lack of urgency 
you could say, from the start of the game last night in Toronto. And again, against a team like Toronto, where really, if you're the Capitals, you want to play the physical type of game. You want to bring in some of that physicality. Didn't see uh, nearly enough of it early on. They didn't make life difficult for the Maple Leafs and instead digging themselves that early hole made life miserable for themselves. Back to square one in goal. Ilya Samsonov last night gets pulled, struggles, four goals allowed on 19 shots and just has not consistently made the big save when his team needed him. They got a goal back last night to make it two to one and immediately he gives it right back. It's been tremendously frustrating to watch. Vitek Vanacek wasn't a lot better. He gives up three on 13. I got a great VTech on the curve a little bit just because I think he came in in a tough situation. But when you've got an opportunity, when the coach says, okay, here's your chance, I wanted a little bit more out of him too. And I didn't see either one. So I guess I asked the question, where do they go tomorrow night? Because neither one were real good last night. What are we now? 74 games into the season, and we're still asking the question, who's the goalie? Who's the goalie here for the Capitals? I agree with you, John, that you grade Vitek Vanacek on a bit of a curve coming on in relief last night in a game that was already getting out of hand. To your point, it still was an opportunity for him that he maybe didn't fully take advantage of. I think the next opportunity, though, does come tomorrow night. I think Vitek Vanacek starts in Montreal, Hockey Night in Canada, and I think it's another opportunity. And, John, I think now Vanacek, I think this is going to be his, his runway here. I really do. I think Ilya Samsonov had a great opportunity last night in Toronto to continue to take the reins and run with them. That was very, very disappointing and just more of an example of what we've seen, not only from Samsonov, from Vanacek at times as well this year, But as we've said all season long, John, it's not even the volume of saves that's so important. It's when they're made. And in the second period, you're trying to mount your comeback. Next shift, after you score, after you get on the board, 13 seconds later, the juicy rebound. And then he allows the goal from uh, Lubushkin to make it 3-1 Toronto. And then the very next shift, 18 seconds later, a goal mouse scramble. Again, unable to corral the puck in. It was just very, very deflating at that point in the game, at that point in the season. It's just very, very difficult for for Samsonov and for the Capitals to take that. And uh, that being said, I'd look for Vanacek. Now the ball's in his court. We'll see if he's potentially able to not only take it, but potentially hold on to it at this stage of the season. So frustrating to see after what was not a great start. John Carlson gets a terrific goal last night, slicing and dicing through a Toronto defense. But Carlson's goal makes it close, making it all the more frustrating. But certainly want to say about Carlson, great goal, continues to have a great offensive run, even on a night where the Capitals didn't. I thought Carlson's goal was one of his better offensive plays of the season, maybe last night. Yeah, that was that was a goal scorer's goal, picking up the puck just outside the offensive zone blue line. It was a four-on-four situation, a little bit more open ice to play with, and he made a move. He drove to the net, went around Jake Muzzin. It was a great goal. Again, key moment in the game in terms of getting momentum on your side to pull the Capitals within one at that point. So good on Carlson to get that goal. Matches his career high. He's up to 15 on the season, continues to produce offensively, and just unfortunate that momentum was extremely short-lived last night so immediately the task on this road trip of catching pittsburgh has gotten significantly more difficult the penguins last night win over the islanders 6-3 the final pittsburgh clinching their playoff spot now with 97 points capitals wake up this morning with 92 now the capitals still do have those two games in hand and those are not for nothing but 
you're now five points back, and you're trying to find your way out of the second wild card spot. You mentioned the Florida Panthers and the similarities potentially with last night's opponent. Maybe that makes it all the more important to get yourself righted and get into that third spot. But to do that, you're going to have to play some pretty good hockey. You're going to have to win a lot of games in all likelihood down the way the rest of the stretch here. Yeah, the gap now to catch Pittsburgh for third place. To your point, five points. Yes, you have the games in hand, but that uphill climb is now made even more difficult. The other thing to keep in mind, John, we've spent so much time talking about potentially Pittsburgh third place in the division. Now the Capitals are three points behind Boston still for the first wild card spot. There's no games in hand there. Both teams have eight games remaining, but Boston's scuffling. They've lost a few in a row in regulation now, four of their last five overall, and Boston and Pittsburgh are playing each other this weekend. So there's an opportunity for the Capitals. If the Caps win in Montreal, you're gaining on somebody because one of Boston or Pittsburgh is going to lose a hockey game this weekend when they face off against each other. So whether it's third in the Metro, which would be ideal, or it's the first wild card spot, there still is that upward mobility, just chasing a lot of black and gold at this point. Indeed, they are both black and gold. Six games to go for Pittsburgh, 97. Boston sitting there at 95, eight games to go. And the Capitals, eight games to go as well, sitting at 92. Just want to hit on Tom Wilson before we leave this morning. A goal, a fight. He still cannot figure out a way to get a Gordy Howe hat trick. I thought last <laughs> night it was a slam dunk. All he needed was an assist if the Capitals had any kind of comeback. They were serenading him in his hometown and not necessarily in a good way from the stands at Scotiabank Arena. In other words, just another night for Tom Wilson, who on a night where there were some passengers for the Capitals, he was not one of them. I thought he was good last night. When was the last time he was a passenger? This has been a great stretch for Tom Wilson. We maybe once. He's been so good. He's been so consistent all year. And the disappointing thing from a Cavs perspective is, is we've now lauded him a number of times here, John, over the past few weeks on nights when unfortunately not enough of his teammates were, were in the fight like he was, both literally and figuratively here. But to your point, on a night when he was trying to rally the troops, he's always amped up and extra motivated playing in his backyard in Toronto. But the fight with Kyle Clifford, the goal he had, and just continuing to, to be a spark and to provide the, the wheels and the physicality Another big game from Tom Wilson and hopefully one that he carries over into Saturday night in Montreal as well. It's Caps and the Montreal Canadiens coming up tomorrow night. Radio side on 980 AM. We strongly recommend CapsRadio247.com for the best quality audio. Ben, have yourself a great weekend, will you? Happy weekend, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.